Welcome, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, wallabies of all genders. This is the Quick Pop Podcast, the only podcast that's not the head of the table, but like like the seat right, right next to the head of the table where you can tell we're important, but we're not like the most important. But we're like, you know, we're there. We're, we're, we're rubbing elbows with what, what counts, what matters, what you want to hear. This is all of your wrestling knowledge, all of our wrestling knowledge, all of our wrestling blunders, and just a bunch of nonsense. If you've heard us before, you know what to expect. If not, thanks for coming. I'm Jake. With me, as always, is uh, is Ace. Ace is here, I'm sure, somewhere. Ace, I, you hit you there? I like to imagine that we're that like that second. Like you know, there's like the main dining room table where like the guests sit, and then there's like that one that's like right off the kitchen where they're like, oh, you know, you've been. Well, not the kids' table. We're not quite kids' table. We're that table like that they uh, realized, like, oh crap! Obviously, you know, we can't seat a family of twelve at our eight-room family dining room table. So they like bust out like uh, that second table that like they place oh, in the middle oh, of. Oh, oh, we're the, the, room. the, the we're the, the overflow the, table. Jenny, you invited who? Get another table. We're either like overflow or like you know veterans who they're not going to put you at the main table because they want guests to sit there. <laughs> but you're not uh, you're, you're not new enough anymore. You're old enough to where it's like no, no, new people sit in the fancy stuff. We're we're trying to impress them. We're not trying to impress you anymore. You know what's up? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, don't worry. You get a guaranteed deviled egg. Uh, but other than that. Uh, oh, you get a guaranteed deviled egg out of all the food you could say you're going to guarantee me to make me stick around, even though you're putting me in the overflow table. It's a deviled egg. Ace, hold on, hold on. I know this wrestling podcast. We're stopping right now. Is that your go to? Hey, man, stay. Uh, don't go. We'll find seating. I promise we have deviled eggs. Is that is that your go to to keep people? I wouldn't quite go. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh that shouldn't be your go-to. You got to save like dessert. Not. Like you got to have like a really good dessert to like, like, cause here's the thing. Everyone thinks like, Oh, you go for like the meat. So like, Oh no, 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 stay, stay, stay. We got plenty of ham for everybody. Oh no, no, no. We got it. We got a really big Turkey. No, no, no. Everybody can like knows that there's ham and Turkey and there's almost never like no one went out and bought a pork chop this big and they're going to feed, you know, the whole family. So yeah, obviously you got to sell them on something like, dude, 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 my wife, my wife's got this casserole. It, it, it's it's to kill for. You're going to murder that's somebody for this. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to you got to find that thing that, you know, like there's there's like a spoonful for everybody. And don't worry. We got your set aside already. Don't worry. We're not going to run out. <laughs> yeah, but man, de- deviled eggs should not be the go to. No, but can we talk about the fact that like something so simple of Boiled eggs where you take out the filling and like mix them up and then put them right back. And those are what like clear out immediately. Can can I be honest with you right now? Can I be honest here? Uh, yeah. I have not uh, had a deviled egg since I was in like elementary school, middle school, maybe. I remember them being disgusting and I remember never wanting to touch them again. Really? Yes. Yes. You, like, what did you have it like, like at a family thing, middle school, yes. or like, yes. okay, no, no, it was a family thing. It was like, I believe my grandmother made them. And where's your grandma from? 
Uh, down here. Uh, well, uh, Mississippi, Tennessee area. Okay, maybe you just got a bad batch once because I just, like, I'm not a. If you had said eggs. I like eggs, I just if you had said anywhere up north, I would have been like, "Well, there you." No, go. no, I've already had. <laughs> okay, fun story. So, um, welcome to uh, the Quick Pop Podcast. Welcome to the Quick Pop Podcast, everybody. Where the the tangents and the misdirects are endless. We will talk about wrestling. We promise. We will also talk about nonsense and shenanigans. So, um, my grandma, my other grandmother, is from up north. And mm-hmm. one time we were going up to visit her, and uh, my brother's wife was going to uh, visit, and she was uh, making homemade cheesecake. And I was like, oh, man, I love cheesecake. I love cheesecake. And, like, the whole time there, she's like, is the cheesecake finished? Is the cheesecake ready? I can't wait to have this cheesecake. But my uh, grandmother, like I said, is from up north in uh, Missouri, and she didn't realize how they make cheesecake up in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> all I remember is my grandmother gets her a slice. She's been waiting for this all day. She takes a bite, puts it in her mouth, and just like has this horrified look on her face and just goes, that's not cheesecake. <laughs> what did y'all do? She did, it was the funniest thing. She was just like, that's 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 not what this is. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's the reason no one else was excited. This is neither cheese nor cake. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the Quick Pop Podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. We promise uh, it's not Thanksgiving, but uh, apparently you're getting Thanksgiving uh, dinner conversations. You know, no, we're just doing it like, what, eight months early, ten months early? You know, we're, we're getting y'all prepared. We're preparing y'all. You know, exactly. uh, the, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour is coming to an end. So, you know, you're going to be popping your head out. You're going to actually be seeing people doing things. We're getting you ready. You forgot about Thanksgiving. You didn't do it last year. So you're like, when is it again? It's in November. We help. And uh, we talk about wrestling. And in doing so, maybe we should get to it, Ace. So, Ace, okay. Uh, okay. let's get yeah. to the biggest news of the week. Let's just go ahead, pop right in with the biggest story. Um, okay. WrestleMania spring cleaning happened again. Uh, a lot of people, for some reason, are acting like it's like horrid and like, you know, whatever that WWE would do this, but they do it every year. Um, after WrestleMania is if they're going to let people go, that is the time that they let people go. I'm not saying it's good that they did it. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it's the nature of the beast in my industry around November to December is if they're going to let people go, they let people go. So I think every industry has that time that, you know, that if someone is going to get laid off, fired, whatever you want to call it, it happens that time of year. And that Mm -hmm. was this time of year. And WWE laid off uh, 10 talents. I do not have the sheet in front of me. Um, But off the top of my head, uh, it is uh, Peyton Royce, uh, Billy Kay, uh, Samoa Joe, uh, Buddy Murphy, uh, Mickey James. I'm doing this all from memory, everybody. I'm up to five. Let's see how many I get. Um, Mojo Raleigh, uh, Tucker. I'm up to seven. Who am I forgetting, Ace? Uh, let's see. Did you say Wesley Blake and Mojo Raleigh? Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce. I said Buddy Murphy. I meant Wesley Blake. Yeah. Uh, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucker, Callisto, Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Yes, yes. Those were the other ones. Um, uh, so, yeah, like we said, like it's 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 
not a good thing, but it is the nature of our beast. And uh, listen, we're just going to talk about it because everyone else on the internet is, is all these contracts uh, end in July. So after July, I think it's July 14th to be exact. I may be off. Um, these talents are available to go places. Now, everyone on the internet apparently has this concept that Tony Khan has a huge blank check and he's just going to start writing them and picking up everyone. And I don't think that that's going to happen for a multitude of reasons. One, why would he pick up everyone? You know, like, don't get me wrong. There's some people that have um, value or maybe was it used properly in WWE out of those names we just said that they can pick up and use. And yes, that may happen. But it doesn't make sense for him to pick up everyone. And financially, it doesn't make sense. They've had a year without uh, being able to tour. And I know I, I understand Tony Khan and his family have money. They do. But they're going to have to be selective about who they pick up because they can't just throw money around. Because then by the time you uh, actually can tour and you know make more money uh, than you can uh, off just uh, pay-per-view buys and ad revenue, uh, they're they're going to be in in the red, uh, so they're going to have to be selective. So why not? The internet's doing it. Ace, let's play this game. Ace, who okay, do you okay. think? Who do you think will go to AEW? Who do you or, or 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 better yet, let me ask you this: Who do you think AEW logistically would probably want? So you and I have discussed this a little yes, bit. Yeah, um, that's the reason so I brought I it like, up. And so I feel like, wow, crazy. Uh, I feel like crazy. there's like, like a little bit that you already know. Uh, and so it'll just be a little bit of a repeat. But yeah, I mean, right off the bat, uh, let's go with with non like wrestlers, uh, like wrestling wrestlers. Uh, okay. Mickey James will be enhancement, like helping talent uh, get better. 100%. Yes. Me and you have discussed this. It's like, listen, I understand some people saying that, well, if she wants to wrestle, she may go to NWA because her husband's there. And uh, because her husband is there, she may want to go to NWA, wrestle there, be closer with her husband. And I get that. However, I can easily see AEW throwing money at her to be like, listen, we have a lot of young talent. Uh, uh, Anna J in AEW that's with the Dark Order. She's currently injured, but the, the day she had her first match on Dynamite, that was her third wrestling match in front of like uh, a crowd of that size or a televised crowd ever. So like right, she right. was like, you know, they just, they just saw like, oh, we can make her into something. Right. Um, Red Velvet is another one. It's she's looking better by the week, but she is very young. Uh, very low on experience, we'll, we'll just say. Great talent, but just low on experience. And yeah, we talked about this. I can definitely see them uh, getting Cody Rhodes, I mean, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, getting her to Cody Rhodes School or wherever else it is that AEW may be trying to develop younger talent and getting her to help out the women. Uh, and also just getting her to help out the women that is currently there, like maybe even make her like an agent for women's matches. I could see that as well. She she may get like an on-screen manager role or like an announcer on a show, uh, and maybe they may have her wrestle a few matches. But I, I can really see AEW wanting her to help develop that young talent. 
I, I can definitely see that. If she wants to wrestle, um, and maybe that's the point, maybe she goes back to Impact. Like I said, maybe NWA, but I can see AEW just offering her more money to be like, listen, we'll have you wrestle every once in a while, like as a specialty women's match or something, but we want you like developing. We want you there to make well, sure almost, that our women. It's like a sting role uh, that they yeah. currently have where like, obviously we throw you in the ring if you need to. And, you know, we special precautions, and everything. I don't think they would need uh, special precautions with her, but like that would be the logic is like, you know, yeah. Uh, like you, you know, have her hang out with, I don't know. I'm just going to throw out a name. Ty Conti. You have her start hanging out with Ty Conti. And uh, so now, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Ty Conti is a big deal. She's hanging out with Mickey James. Mickey James is like mentoring her and, you know, or just insert any other uh, lady that you think is on the up and up, but needs like that little, you know, rub uh, like they're doing with, like you said, stinging Darby Allen. Um, mm-hmm. It just, it just makes sense that, yeah, put Mickey in a role where, yeah, if you want to wrestle, you can, but we we need you to develop and help make people seem like bigger deals. Yeah, uh, and and to rapid fire because I know there's some other stuff we want to get. Uh, yeah. Let's just go down the list. Uh, Samoa Joe, it's hit or miss. I could see him going to uh, AEW. I could honestly also see him going back to his stomping grounds of Impact. Uh, uh, either one of those. Or stopping rounds in ROH, or go back to Japan. I can also like in all. I don't know how se- severely he is injured. Um, I could also see him maybe enjoyed being a uh, commentator. And AEW is stacked with commentators, and ROH and Impact uh, needs them. Horrible commentators. I'm just gonna say it. I'm sorry. Even though uh, Maro Maro. Morrow is coming back and I think he's going to uh, commentate for the uh, Omega uh, Rich Swan match. I believe that's correct. But anyway, but like, uh, yeah, if, if he went back to impact and did commentating, that'd be great too. He may also Sidebar. just be like, I'm done. Sidebar. I'm still not really sold on r- r- the Rich Swan, you know, redemption tour or whatever. Like, Oh, don't worry. He's about to lose that title to Kenny. Uh, yeah, it's just it's one of those things where I'm just like everyone's like, oh yeah, Rich Swan, woo, and I'm just like, I just I still remember what Rich Swan did, and yeah, it's one yeah. of those things to where it's it's hard to get past that. It's the same thing right now with um, uh, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay is the heavyweight champion of New Japan. That's awesome. I wanted him. I, I wanted to see him as heavyweight champion. But now after hearing what he did, if it's true in the over in the UK, it just it makes it to where it's harder for me to cheer for that guy, you know, and I'm not talking about like faces and heels. I'm talking about as an actual human being as a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I can get what you're going with that because I'm the same way with Osprey. So yeah, which one? Like, because I think what it is is it hurt me the most because I remember falling in love with his style, but then most importantly, his intro. Yeah. And so like I was just like, oh, this is I love this guy. And so I always uh, wanted when, them to uh, have him hang out with the day, even if it was just right a few weeks. Just yeah. his intro music alone. Yeah. Lends uh, to it. It's one of those like every once in a while. I think it's like on an old WWE like. Uh, entrance playlist of mine and when it comes to I'm always like mm, like I, it's one of those ones where I had to work really hard to separate the man from the, the 
character. Yeah. Uh, but anywho's, um, like I said, rapid fire. Uh, we've got Samoa Joe. I already gave him Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. If uh, W, if AW smart, I could see them in their women's division. I think AW will get them for multiple reasons. One, uh, Peyton Royce is married to a member of the Pinnacle. Spears. Uh, right. Spears, yes. So th- there's your end there. And then two, uh, that being aside, I really think the Iconics gimmick got stopped right as it started rolling. I think Billy Kay um, was right now just starting to, like we talked about how hilarious her entrance was at uh, Mania with Carmella. I think her being like the female Sindal uh, was going to be great. Fun fact, how do you, like, how do you, I wouldn't say headline, but star in a WrestleMania match, and then, like, less than a week later, you're like, yeah, no. she, she's like, really the one that's the most head scratching. Like, Billy Kay, okay, you weren't using her. You know, fine. Yeah. Like, if you don't, and that's that's another thing before we get too much further. Everyone's like, oh, WB, you know, they're just doing what they did last year. Uh, first of all, no, nowhere near what they did last year. Yeah, uh, no. And B, uh, nowhere near the scumminess of doing it, like technically still in the middle of a pandemic, but like not right at the start of well, a pandemic. But here's, here's the difference is because like right now is their normal WrestleMania, like I said, spring cleaning is what people have Yeah, this, right? this is actually um, normal, but it's just yeah. because of last, last year that we're year, so desensitized. The, the problem was Mania happened, and they were, like, waiting, and it wasn't until, like, May that they released these people. So it was, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, they waited an extra month, month and a half before they did it last year. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, last year just it just it, it came off as scummy last year. This year, it yeah, just so just, everyone's is, this year going like, oh, they're doing it all over yeah. again. But, but anyway, like, back not quite. I I really do think I really do think both the members of the Iconics can help out AEW's uh, women's roster. I think Peyton Royce is the best wrestler out of the two, and I think if you take her to AEW, she was just starting to show what she could do on the main roster. And I think mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it seemed like they got bored with her or they had some problem with her. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I think you bring them into that division. Uh, I think Peyton Royce, you have a good worker. And then I think Billy Kay, you have a great character. Uh, if And the way they love groups and duos and teams and stuff, I, I see no reason to just give them another name and and bring them in as like a oh, 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 women's group. I just, yep. I, I say roll with it. Everyone loved it. And WWE broke them up because they wanted to get Peyton Royce a singles run. And then they didn't do it. So yeah, I say just, just, just bring them in. I, I think AEW really. Yeah. AEW could do really well to bring them in with intention of being a team. Yeah. Uh, but moving right along, uh, we already discussed Mickey James and her potential. Uh, yeah. Chelsea Green is kind of a wild card. Yeah. Um, like, I could, see, once again, I could see AEW wanting the, because uh, she was very interesting in Impact. Uh, mm-hmm. Never really got a good look in NXT for whatever reason. Um, I can also see, once again, this goes back to they can't get everyone. 
and they can't they, they just they just can't throw money around. I think Chelsea Green may go back to impact wrestling. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Chelsea Green may go back to impact. That's the most likely thing. Uh, Tucker. Where does Tucker go? <sighs> impact or he, does, he could he has to go somewhere because he's not going to AEW. That's no, no, un, he's not. That's an, that's an unfortunate I, fact. I think impact or ROH. Um, yeah, it, I think I think those uh, are the two options. Callisto. I mean, he's got a pretty good lucha style, so he could go just about anywhere. Yeah, uh, uh, he may go back to AAA. In all honesty, uh, yeah, he could go back to AAA. I don't see. I think I think AEW is pretty set on their current quote lucha I, I, roster. I agree. I agree. So I don't see them. Uh, I don't see them like running that that up. I say AAA, uh, or I actually say uh, Ring of Honor. And the reason I say Ring of Honor is because Ring of Honor right now. For anyone not paying attention, they have sneakily built an amazing lucha roster. They had uh, uh, Roosh as their heavyweight champion, uh, and then they have Dragon Lee, which, besides Pentagon and Phoenix, is probably my other top three favorite luchador. And then they have uh, uh, Bambito, and they have at least someone else. So I could actually see Callisto maybe going to ROH. And uh, I say like beating with them sticking though to like our, you know, what we were doing or what we're going to do with this whole, do do they go to uh, AW or not? He's, he's unlikely to go to AW. Unlikely. Um, a couple more, uh, Bo Dallas. I'm almost certain he's done just because he is already getting into the real estate business even yeah. prior to him being released. I feel that Bo is probably just done, done. I wouldn't be surprised if Bo was a situation where they were like, hey, we're not sure if we have anything for you. And he was like, cool, I'm cool. good. It's okay. I'm, out, I'm out of here. And yeah, yeah. Like, I kind of think that may have been I could be wrong. But like you said, I've heard things about real estate and all this other stuff. I think that may have been a mutual. Hey, y'all yeah, aren't using I, me. I, I got this I, other gig. Yeah, him having like already some some real estate experience and knowing that if this was just because they didn't have a story, uh, his literal like family member, uh, Bray, would have stepped in and been like, I got I got him. Uh, This is probably WDB saying we don't have anything and him just being like, cool, this is a good time then. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's time. Mojo Raleigh is another one of those wild cards where he doesn't have anything special enough for you him, especially he's not going to EW. Let's get that no. out of there right now. He's not no. going to EW. I, I, I think up. if he goes anywhere, it's Impact. He could get picked up by Impact or Ring if they're just like, oh, former WWE wrestler, but yeah. he is not going to uh, EW. And honestly, Wesley Blake, I don't know enough about him to actually give you a, a, like a really good where he's going to go. I agree because the last time we saw him, was in a tag team with Buddy Murphy and God, they broke up that tag team like before uh when uh when Alexa Bliss came to the main roster. Yeah, very and, quickly. Yeah, and then Blake did a few matches in NXT and then later he came up and like Yeah, Wesley just I think he was on NXT maybe a little bit after not that much. Like I'm the same way like Somebody may pick him up, 
but he is the one wild card for me to where like I don't know. I just I don't know like if AEW would be interested or who would be interested or what would be a good fit for him. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one that one's a little trickier for sure. Uh yeah. Yeah, I I think that's our list, and yeah. uh, I th- I feel confident <laughs> in our picks. I do too. I uh, I do feel confident as well. I think there. I think that, that that I think those are all probably about the landing spots we will see these guys like with the like something that we don't know about whether somebody just wants out of wrestling that we don't know about yet. Maybe somebody has an injury that will keep them from wrestling for. A, a while, if not, you know, you know, have to end their career. Uh, unless it's something like that, I think those are pretty solid spots for where these guys will be heading. Um, but as we are talking about AE, um, I think for me, the biggest story right now in AEW is that the trying not to say the name but we but but we all know what it is bullet club is back to the original well the third incarnation originals of the bullet club are back together um so wrestlemania happened and so we have not we didn't talk about aw the last week and then this week has happened so we're going to kind of merge all of our aew talk into this episode since last week was all WrestleMania. So two weeks ago in a tag match, the Young Bucks turned on their partner, John Moxley, and uh, rejoined with Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. So now we got Anderson, Gallows, Omega, Matt, Nick, all back together. And this week we got to see the first, I guess, way that they are promoting this incarnation. I'm digging it. I will say my first problem here. I understand the forbidden door has been kicked open and we can talk about New Japan. Cool. Love it. Love it. Here's my one problem. The more that this group is together and they're like, yeah, we're going to do the stuff like we did in Japan. Yeah. Do you remember back in Japan when we just killed everyone? Yeah. We just beat up that guy like we did in Japan. You sound like a bunch of kids in their like 30s being like, man, do you remember back in high school? Oh, that was great. Man, life sucks now. I wish we could go back to high school. And that's how it's coming off to me. So like, I wish that they would. I mean, you can every once in a while mention New Japan and we we did this in Japan and that's fine. I just wish they would mention less like oh yeah it's just like back in japan no no show me what you're doing now you can be like yeah, I don't know. you can be well, like anybody we're back that's watching together. you anybody that's watching you is aware of what you did okay move yeah. along yeah like no i get that they have some new uh some members that didn't start watching really closely to like roh and stuff um and so they may not be as aware of it but yeah like i just name dropping japan just let's keep it to a minimum you know every once in a while i'll be like hey japan blah 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 that's for the new people moving on you know it's like i i I get that you have to get everyone up to speed 
you don't have to beat me over the head with it. That being said, that being said, dude, uh, last week on Wednesday, Young Bucks versus Pac and Phoenix was an amazing match. Um, not just pay-per-view quality, like pay-per-view match of the night quality on TV. Uh, just one of the best televised, not paper, not like pay-per-view or major event, but just like weekly televised tag matches I've seen in a long time. So good. And okay. We all, uh, we here at the, the, the quick pop podcast all raise a balls every week to Seth dripping Rollins. And I still say WWE, if you will make my Seth dripping Rollins shirt idea, I will purchase it. I cannot be the only one. I am giving you money. Please print it. Just print (laughs) it. Now, with that being said, the young bucks saw the Seth dripping Rollins gimmick and goes, we will raise you Dior Jordans or however you say it. I am not fancy. But uh, the Young Bucks came out in their new, uh, well, in old, old looking attire, uh, but still like they uh, cut off the tassels. So they're back to like the tights with that, like just flare out. Um, And they wrestled in Dior Jordans for anyone that is not a sneakerhead. Um, These are Air Jordan ones that were designed by the Dior company and are... I think they sold like initially, like just if you bought them in the store, uh, well, if you could find them, I think there were only like lotteries. They were like a thousand dollars a pair. I think they now go online for like ten thousand a pair. So just the just the sheer like flex, yeah, Max we, flex. They they just flexed on national TV, dude. They flexed so much that people were getting so like butthurt by it. They're like, oh, they're 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 probably fake. Look, if you look here, it's probably because of this. And it's like, guys, guys, these guys are part owners of this company. Yes, I think they can afford these shoes. Yeah, think, they got money. Yeah, I think they could like listen. I'm not gonna say like, oh yeah, they're always walking around in ten thousand dollar shoes because I'm not even saying they spent that much money on them. But if the price ranges between a thousand and ten thousand dollars, right? People have to realize custom made wrestling boots. Those things are around five hundred to a thousand dollars, depending how you customize your wrestling boots. So it's not crazy to say like, oh, yeah, they bought a thousand dollars sneakers and wrestled in them because wrestlers, once they get up to a top level, they're paying they're paying high dollar for for their gear and stuff. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. But the flex of having those shoes, I will say this, though. When uh, Nick like held it up to the camera so like you could see the bottom of his shit, and the crowd started chanting, "Those are fake." That yes. was the best thing. That I was, I was like, "Oh, live crowds again!" Yes, um, that was the yeah, best thing. Yeah. But it was a nice little touch. Yes, but that match was great. Uh, having the Young Bucks back to these cocky. Hey, uh, we've made so much money off the merch you bought us that look at what we're going to wear to the ring and wrestle in and stuff is great. Um, later, they did a, a, a promo with Kenny Gallows Anderson and the Bucks. And yeah, it was just good, cocky, 
uh, asshole heel promo. Um, I'm I'm completely in. I'm completely digging it. Uh, even though apparently, though, for this to work, um, Matt Jackson has totally reverted to uh, Shawn Michael, Michaels in the Rockers. I saw this coming because when they first started super kicking people, he started wearing like a cross earring. And then in that promo, he had like a cross earring, like the cross necklace, like a leather jacket with no shirt on. And then like a leather Kango, like turned backwards. I'm like, yeah, you're Shawn Michaels when he was in the Rockers. Like you basically just watched a 92 tape of Shawn and Marty Jannetty. And it's like, how did Shawn dress when he uh, threw him through the barbershop window? Okay, cool. That's how I'm going to dress now. Uh, um, but it's, yeah, it's fun, man. It's, it's, it's a ton of fun. Uh, Ace, I know you um, weren't as like enthralled with like the birth of the Bullet Club in Japan and stuff, but you are familiar with all of this. Uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you think about that group getting back together and how it is being portrayed? I think it's a nice little like kind of mixture of nostalgia for like the classic fans, but also. Yeah giving us another faction and i i always support factions mainly because yes factions allow uh allow you to utilize wrestlers without feeling like you have to put them in a match now that's not necessarily the case with the bullet club because they're all top tier people but i'm just saying you want to develop a star but not sure just putting them you know out there solo you pull an evolution Randy Orton and you make a star. You know, at a Batista, you make a star. That's actually you one make- thing I was about to say. I like that you brought it up is so we have the classics. You know, you got the Bucks, you got Gallows and Anderson, you got Kenny. I understand it's five. I understand you don't usually try to get too much more. I would actually like to see them get one more member, but it be like you said, someone who wasn't in that original book club, someone that like Kenny. And all of them has ordained as the next guy, you know? Yes. Uh, and yeah, like, I, I think that that could be really cool is if they add one more member uh, to their group. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen because AEW seems to be topping off at five. But I, I think that that could be really cool. Yeah, that's why I say, like, we need to get... Uh need to get something like that going and because you can take something that already has like a large uh you know thing behind it and develop somebody off of that yes by just just having them like rubbing elbows essentially yes also something else like and uh uh, this just made me think about with you saying all that so this faction to me is also the epitome of Internet wrestling fans are what's wrong with wrestling. Because <laughs> no AEW, way. AEW you don't say. Yeah, I know, right? So I, I understand. I'm the guy up here talking to a microphone on the on a, a to record a podcast, and then I'm trying to tell people with opinions that they're what's wrong. But I'm going to do it anyway. And if you're listening to this, you are probably already uh, pretty certain of what my opinions are. I'll have a platform. That's right. But anyway, but no, this is the reason I say it's a problem. Um, when AEW first came out and Kenny Omega 
just did a few good singles matches, then went straight to tag. Everyone's like, Kenny Omega, we, we want the cleaner. We want like Kenny Omega, like best bout machine and stuff, right? But like he went and did his tag thing and all that. Then the Young Bucks uh, were putting over tag teams. They're like, no, we want we want the Young Bucks. We want cocky, brash, y- you know, no a-hole Young Bucks and stuff. So then the Young Bucks got the tag titles. Kenny gets the heavyweight title. They do this gimmick uh, or they bring up this thing together and they're like, oh, so all they're going to do is just rehash everything from Japan? Whoa, 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 whoa. They did different stuff with them and you didn't like it. So then they did with them what you said you wanted. And now you're like, oh, so you're just going to rehash stuff? This is stupid. No, no. You don't get to say you want the same thing. And, or, and then they try something different and you're like, we want the same thing. So they're like, cool. Here's the thing you wanted. And be like, oh, we don't want it anymore. Shut up, Internet. Shut up. Also, Internet, stop complaining that AEW has too many factions. Because here's the thing. One, WWE has, like, no factions, basically. And then two, AEW, since day one, if no one can tell, all they are doing Americanize uh, the New Japan formula, then you don't know what you're looking at. Because that's what they're trying to do. Uh, New Japan always had a lot of multi-tag matches and stuff leading to the main matches which is what AEW does. New Japan built uh, stables that it's like, hey, who you train with. It's not necessarily like, oh, we have four guys, so these guys are going to cheat for me. It's just like, nah, this is my crew. This is where I, who I roll with. And that's what AEW is doing. That's the reason like the best friends, Orange Cassidy and now Chris Statlander are just hanging out together. Like they, they don't all come out for each other's matches. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. But it's just like, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, all the, all of those people hang out together. Um, yeah. And I just I don't see that why that's a problem. Uh, it's just it's a different way of giving you a wrestling problem. It's like, hey, if you're here, there's going to be people like John Moxley that's not in stables and Darby Allen's going to kind of be by himself. But Sting, you know, wants to rub elbows with him. But like there's not like a stable they're part of. But then everyone else is pairing up because that's what they think they have to do to survive or to exceed in this company. And I don't like it's come on, guys. It's just it's 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 part of the deal. It's part of the deal. Come on. Yeah. They, now, the only thing, and now when I say I like, uh, when I say I like factions, the only thing is don't don't go too crazy and pull an NWO where everyone's part of a faction. Uh, to oh, that, like, yeah. Like you remember yeah. late NWO where there was like the the BWO, the MWO. Well, in uh, just in WCW alone, pack, the classic in WCW alone, there was a black and white NWO, Wolfpack NWO, LWO, um, Blue World Order. Blue is ECW. Oh, that's right. Um, I think that may have been it at one time. Like all of those. I guess that's what I mean. It's like I love, uh, I love those just as much as the next guy. There is a limit, though. Oh yes, no, no, no. I mean, I like listen because, like, right now you've got the Dark Order, you've got the Inner Circle, you've got uh, Pinnacle. What's MJF's thing? Pinnacle, the Pinnacle, Pinnacle, and now you're putting together the Bullet Club. Yeah, and then if you want, that needs to be the limit. And listen, and if you want to get technical, you have best friends because best friends, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, so you have them. 
Uh, I you suppose, yeah. You technically have Death Triangle, which is three, which is a trio. Um, so, the, I give I give a trio a pass because I don't consider the New Day a faction. I I see. I completely agree with that. I think uh, tag teams and trios aren't. Well, see, well I mean, I guess they're I their guess, own inherent. I guess, well, I guess it they're becomes, their own inherent thing. I guess it becomes a gray area because DX originally was just Sean, Triple H, and China. So it technically originally was just a trio. Well, yeah. Well, but they added X Pac very early on. Not, no, not at first. The whole first year, uh, eight months to a year, was Sean, Triple H, and China. And it wasn't until Sean got hurt. Did you consider DX? That's just it, though. Did you consider DX a faction at that point? Or was it when they added members? Because my thing is, when you add members that will not be at ringside or will, will be and not part of a match, like whenever New Day came down, all three came down always. Yeah, that's true. No matter what. If you come down and then like some of you, you go back to the back and some of you come down, like to me, it's all about like participation in and around the ring. Yeah. Okay. You sweat. When, you when sweat. evolution, when evolution was just like triple H and Ric Flair, obviously that's not evolution, but when they added Batista and uh, Randy Orton. Orton, they didn't like, they would all come out, but that didn't necessarily mean they all were down there. Yeah. Like, like when they tag teamed or when they singled, they'd all come out, but then like, you know, some would stick around. So that to me is what really, and especially, especially if you have like, uh, like an intergender group, like best friends, for example, I would almost argue that you're right. Best friends, because it's, you know, the tag team, Orange Cassidy and Statlander. Yeah. Like that's a faction. Yeah. Four, four and up. Let's just let's not get too fancy on the semantics for now. Okay, that's fine. Because so tri- trio, trio, but not a faction. Yeah, I wouldn't quite put them as faction yeah. because uh, they're just a tag team that can kind of interchange one member. But okay. when you could have when you could have two full tag teams that you're no longer like a tag team. Now you're a full on faction that has basically two tag teams in it, essentially. Okay. I would that's just my stupid mark brain figuring out how I would classify something. If you know, if the New Day added a fourth person, I'd consider them a faction. But right now they're a tag team that's got a spare. And even now, you know, they're just a tag team. That's a whole that's a whole other cake. Um uh, so you hear you're here, folks. Singles wrestling, tag team wrestling. Three person tag team wrestling faction. There that's it is. The, that's those this is teams. how many you need for a faction. Yeah, this is how many. Four horsemen. They started us out four horsemen. Okay. That's how many you need. You know what? I can get behind that. I can get behind that because, especially now with companies uh, introducing trio titles, trios are trios, but it's not necessarily a faction. I can get right. behind I can get behind that. Yeah, that's my logic. Is I mean, and four tradition- horsemen. traditional wrestling factions have gone for decades on the horseman blueprint. Uh, the That's why I say the, the four person. Possible heavyweight, the tag team, the up and comer, aka uh, which will be like your mid card champion. Yeah. Your up and comer who is, you know, going after the mid card stuff yep. with uh you know grandeur in their eyes for the uh, for the upper you know beyond that. So speaking uh, speaking of mid card title, like uh after Blood and Guts is all said and done, like 
MJF's winning the TNT title from Darby Allen, right? I mean, like that's just going to happen. If they want to, if they don't want to totally just ruin the push that MJF has going for him right now, they'll have to. Yeah, like I see blood and guts happening. I see uh, the Pinnacle winning that, and then I see probably double or nothing. Probably uh, would be the one like the Darby. Well, see, here's the thing though: is the TNT title is not defended on pay-per-views. So I guess he would have to win it on TV, not on a pay-per-view. It's weird to think about. Like you're a hundred percent correct. Yeah. It's just weird to think about that. Like, Oh yeah, they, they don't. Yeah. It's it, like given like, listen, it, that's extremely old school. Cause the TV title used to be a title for television. Um, yeah. but it is so weird to think about like, cause in my brain, every time, Big uh, pay-per-view coming up. Okay, Kenny's probably going to defend the title against this guy. Darby's probably going to defend the title against... Oh, wait. He's not going to do that. (laughs) He's going to have a match on the pay-per-view, but it's not going to be for the title because that title is only defended on TV. Yep, yep. Yep. It's weird, and it sometimes makes no sense, but uh, it's not, like, unheard of, I would say. Uh. I I would hate to see I'm going to hate to see Darby lose it because I like that, like, you know, fluffy attitude the bully's got. Uh, and, you know, he's the the original punk or however you want to look at it. Uh, but if they want to keep MJF as the, the massive heel that they want him to be, he's got to have some kind of gold. And there's only so many times you can show off that ring. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You've heard it here first, folks. I am a WWE mark on paper, but in reality, a nice round shiny ball of knowledge, unless it's New Japan, and then I just guess off of fun, cool names. Ace, Ace, we point that camera down so they can see your notes that you uh, that I had to send you about what to say about AEW. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you What do you mean? I don't I don't know what, what notes are you talking about. I don't I don't have any notes with me. nothing of the sort. Uh, you mark. Don't judge me. Um, I think that's it. This has been kind of a light week. Uh, we're is- we're we're in another one of those weird holding patterns where we're just waiting for the next thing to happen. We are in a weird holding pattern, and I know, like, we'll probably leave here soon because, like you said, small week. I do have a a random question for you, Ace. Okay. So they've announced that uh, SummerSlam uh, will also have a live audience. As I expected. Uh, yes. My question for you is this. AEW, double or nothing. I don't know where it is. AEW, uh, <laughs> although I would love to, because I've been to two out of the four big four. So there's only two I have left uh, that I haven't gone to. Uh, I could have gone to Survivor Series the year uh, Sting came to WWE, and I regret not going, uh, and SummerSlam. So, yes, maybe. Uh, but anyway, so my my question to you is this, Ace. Um, AEW, Double or Nothing, is in May. Will they be in Jacksonville? And or will they have maybe not a full arena, but like 30 to 50%? I think based off of what WWE did and the fact that AEW already has some experience in doing live crowd, they will. 
I think so too, because if they keep it at Daly's place, it's open, right? So there, so you don't have to worry about circulating air. There's stuff for all the yelling and every there's stuff for all everything to go. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't be, I, I don't know how much, uh, Daly's place can logistically hold if it's a sellout. Um, but I can see whatever number they're doing right now, dynamite. I can see them getting more people than that in there for double or nothing. Uh, I think so too. Secondly, will SummerSlam be WWE's next event with crowds or will they try to squeeze in crowds for pay-per-views along the way? I think SummerSlam will be the next. I think they, they saw that they could be successful at Mania. But that was also something that they could afford and plan to put like lots into. Uh, yeah. They could, you know, they had the stadium already quote unquote booked from last year. Uh, they would have to either rebook that same stadium or open up wherever they are now or find a new location that would be willing to run them. I think doing it for a, a smaller pay per view is not logistically sound when we're still kind of in this, uh, so to speak. But another one of the big four, especially SummerSlam, especially that that's like late July, August, that gives you several months to work something out. I could see that definitely. And I could also see that being the catalyst for them to start at that point, but that late in the year, start trying to do regular live crowds again. I could see that being like these, the the jumping off point to making this a normal thing. I can see that like SummerSlam, they do a big show. And then the night after they actually do a raw with a live. I could see that. Um, Yeah, I can also like right now with the states. I mean, listen, by then it'll probably change. But right now with the states that have opened up to me, like SummerSlam is either going to be somewhere else in Florida or in Texas, because those are two of the states. Texas. Yeah, that's and they'll what, advertise next year's WrestleMania there. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like Dallas will be WrestleMania, so they'll have um, they'll what have they SummerSlam in Houston. They may see if they could get the stadium that they want to do for next year to just kind of test those waters of like, okay, we could at least do this much for Mania. More Maybe, obviously I, because it's I think, Mania. Uh, I think. Uh, SummerSlam, they will do in a baseball uh, stadium like they did. Baseball stadiums are nice, uh, safe bets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That way it's outdoors. You can have the arena down there. Uh, The only thing. Well, no, actually, they may not be able to do a baseball stadium because it'd be in August. That would be like right at the playoff push. So they would have to find a baseball stadium somewhere that's not having a depends. That's what I'm saying. That depends, though, like if they want to do it in Texas, like I love Texas, you know, as much as the next guy, I hope they do well, but they have to actually like do well. Well, I know. But even if they're not doing well, like August, let's see, August would be right before the playoffs, right? Their playoffs or do their playoffs start? I don't know. I'm not a baseball fan. Any everyone I'm not a baseball listening fan to this, I know zero about baseball, except that it's boring. It's super boring. And the only way to enjoy it is going there live with some buddies that you can r- yell out random nonsense during the boring game. Yeah. I've tried to like baseball. So have I. 
So have I. I I played it. Uh, I played Little League for two years, and I was so so bored. I was like, give me, t- bring me back to basketball. There's stuff for me to do in basketball. I I I can lock down somebody on on defense. I don't want to just wait for a guy to hit a ball so I can try to catch it. Yep. Uh, but long story short, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. We're still we're still far enough where I couldn't tell you for sure. But SummerSlam will definitely be where that where that happens. I I tend to. I mean, they've already announced that there will be. They, they will. Be go somewhere with live crowd for SummerSlam. Uh, it just hasn't been announced where that is. I'm sure they're probably contacting people and trying to find out logistics uh, because they don't even have a date yet for SummerSlam. We know it'll be August. We just don't know what. Um, and yeah, I, I really think that they, I really think that they would try and uh, have it somewhere like a baseball stadium, like a football stadium that they can you know, be able to get like 25,000 people in. But the only problem is, once again, August, that's right before football season. So they'll be practicing baseball. You're in the middle of the playoff push. So they may not be able to do either of those. They may have to go to like a hockey arena or they may just have to have it in like an NBA arena that holds like 18 or 20,000 and just allow like 12,000 in or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, unfortunately. It's it's a weird time. We're all getting ready. We're getting better. And it's uh We're getting restless. We're getting restless. People people getting vaxxed, go get vaxxed. Uh I plan to as soon as I'm able to. Uh, yeah, get get your vaccine. I've gotten it, gotten twice twice shots. Proud to say, no effects. There was What'd you get? No, uh, no feeling bad, oh, no bruising, keep- no no nothing. I'm going to keep it off this, but I'll ask you a question afterwards. Uh, okay. But yeah, uh, that's our show. Nothing fancy, nothing special, but we hope that everyone uh, is having a good day, having a good week. It's April. We're almost in May. Uh, keep tuned. Next week, uh, we'll be talking talking some interesting things that are going to happen with Quick Pop, uh, specifically me, but I'm including all of Quick Pop because I love all of Quick Pop. Uh, so be sure to check that out next week. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, Jake, for for being the driver this week. Uh, I felt I felt at peace knowing that somebody knew what they were talking about. I try, I do what I can, Ace. But as 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 we let these people go into their day and their week, and just go about their lives, I just want them to know that as a wrestling fan, we love merchandise. But don't be surprised if you get a sexual harassment lawsuit filed against you if you buy WWE basketball shorts that says, let me in on the crunch. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Don't, don't buy those. Take it easy. Brush your teeth. Comb your hair. Don't buy let me in basketball shorts from WWE. Uh, do buy quick pop up mania shirts down below. Uh, if you're listening to this on, to, on the audio, uh, it's going to be over at twitch.tv slash Ace of Spades card. Look for the merch button. Get your quick pop shirts. 
in a week yes. or two, we will be taking the Quick Papa Mania shirts off. But that's only because we're going to be relaunching some brand new regular Quick Pop shirts and merchandise. So definitely make sure you check that out. Brand My new merch. We got a little bit of a logo redesign, not a total redesign, more of a facelift. But you'll definitely yeah. want to check that out. Get that merch. Don't buy our merch. Not let me in cr- on the crotch basketball shorts. No. My name is Ace. That was Jake. He's an amazing. He's an amazing guy. Current, uh, current quick pop champion. Yeah. Uh, I own the belt. It's mine. Yep. Uh, definitely check out our Twitter to see that beautiful thing. And yeah, everybody... I was wearing two belts because I'm a special boy. Special boy. <laughs> uh, take it easy, everyone. And good night. Or good morning. Depending on when you listen to this. I don't know. I'm not your dad. Good afternoon. <laughs> Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.